0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned that this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is. But others said, No, he just looks like him. He said, I am. So they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He replied, The man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went there and washed, and I was able to see. And they said to him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and now I can see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he does not keep the sabbath but others said how can a sinful man do such signs and there was a division among them so they said to the blind man again what do you have to say about him since he opened your eyes he said he is a prophet now the jews did not believe that there had been that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight They asked him, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How does he see? His parents answered and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, he is of age, question him. So a second time, they called the man who had been blind and said to him, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He replied, if he is a sinner, I do not know, but one thing I do know is that I was blind. And now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? They ridiculed him and said, You are that man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, This is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin. And are you trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this, and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying we see, so your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Over the last week, as this situation with the coronavirus has escalated and engulfed every element of our lives, from toilet paper to touching our faces, I've had conversations with many friends and colleagues about what we are going to do, what we are doing to respond to the difficulties that we face. Many of them have said that they are adapting, and many of our priests and pastoral ministers have adopted creative ways to do ministry in the absence of physical proximity. I guess this is the new normal, many have said. To which I reply, this isn't normal. It's new, yes, but it isn't normal, nor shall we be content with it as if it were normal. Our readings this weekend, and particularly the encounter of the blind man with Jesus, offer us a way of approaching and understanding our own current situation in light of our faith. First, we are taught that God's idea of normal is not the same as ours. As Samuel is sent to anoint the future king of Israel, he looks for the strong, the powerful, and the important among the sons of Jesse. None of the impressive boys who come before him is God's choice, though. In fact, it is the one whom no one bothered to invite, David the shepherd, whom God has set aside as his anointed one. Don't think that as a disciple you have any control over what is normal for God. Paul calls the Ephesians in the second reading away from the fruitless works of darkness, even if everyone agrees they are fine. Quote, normal for the Christian is new and different and it leads us into the light as well as leading others into that light. It is the normalcy of discipleship. The blind man in the gospel whom Jesus encounters rather freely today, he didn't seek Christ out or anything. Jesus just engages him. He finds out what a new normal really is. It doesn't come from reacting or from following others. Instead, The new normal comes from a personal encounter with the Lord, an encounter that changes his life. Now his normal is upended. Light is shown into the darkness, and he sees clearly for the first time. There's nothing normal about it, but it is certainly new. This is what we're supposed to experience. There's nothing normal about what we're going through right now. However, It is in just these sorts of strange and abnormal moments that God's power is more evident. And it is right here that Jesus chooses to encounter us. The blind man recognizes this. He says, It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. And one thing I do know is that I was blind, and now I see. Only the encounter with Christ makes this possible. He was one way before, and now he is totally different. God's ways are not our ways. Why would we expect God's normal to be the same as ours? The challenge for us as children of God is to make God's normal our normal. The longing that we feel to be near to others should be normal. The desire that we feel to come to church and touch Jesus in the Eucharist to receive his body and blood, should be normal. The idea that we can gather in our homes as families and talk about faith and pray and share our relationship with Jesus should be normal. These these are things that we are being forced to do now because of the virus. But what if this is also Jesus initiating an encounter with us, like with the blind man, and calling us to a deeper, clearer way of seeing? What if in the midst of all this abnormality, we are being invited to embrace a new normal when the fog of the virus lifts? When the blind man finally encountered people who paid him little attention before, he was assigned to them of God's merciful power present in Jesus. He witnessed to Christ as a prophet and the Son of Man and the Lord and worshipped Him as God. He became a disciple because he had met Jesus and he was completely changed. He embraced a new normal. What if, as we finally emerge from our homes and quarantines, we open our mouths to share our experience of an encounter with Jesus? What if we were keenly aware of our call to a personal relationship with Jesus and sought to share that with others? What if we felt like it was normal to be knowledgeable about our faith and the scriptures and the church's mission in the world? What if our new normal meant that when people heard from us, they were going to be hearing about Christ? Maybe that is what we are encountering today. This is certainly not a normal time. Like I said, it is new, but we are a bit, a little bit away from normal. The question now is, what will that normal be? Will it be just like before, or will it be a world-changing new normal?